This week on the Push Ball Legs podcast, we chat about energy drink bans, good exercises performed terribly, and what supplements have Dan and I taken that we are embarrassed to talk about now. Three, two, one. Dan, I've had two Halo tops this week. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, Bob? I bet you had the two shittest flavours as well, knowing you. <laughs> I, Go bought, on, you I bought four, four um, pots and I've saved two because Vicky's uh, dieting-ish. Even though you can have them on diet. But, um, so I devoured a vanilla basically, by myself, wow. and that was the lamest one, I've got to admit. Basically, I bought that because I knew Vicky wouldn't eat it, because she doesn't like vanilla, or doesn't, mm. doesn't, doesn't not like it, but thinks it's really boring. It was boring, but I mm. can have it by myself. And the other one was the chocolate I had. So I've just had the vanilla chocolate. I've got in the uh, freezer, ready to go, probably straight after recording, to be honest, is the, I think, is it the chocolate fudge one? No, not the, uh, the cookie dough one. Yeah. And there's one more in there. Surely the cinnamon roll. No, there wasn't any cinnamon roll. I did look. There wasn't any in the Tesco. Name another one. What was it? Mint chip. No, mint chip. I went against that one. That was there because I don't really... I'm... Sea salt caramel? caramel that's sea the one. Salt? Sea salt caramel. Yeah, bland. So I've got sea salt caramel. That's, that's and... the worst. Is it the worst? Because like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a big mint guy. So. Well, actually, I, I quite like mint, and the mint chip was actually very, very good for a mint chip, yeah. but it's still not as good as the top four. So the top four okay. are cinnamon <laughs> roll, cookie dough, chocolate, vanilla, and then after that, um, you've got, yeah, mint chip and sea, sea salt. salt. Fair enough. All right, yeah, there was no That's cinnamon roll. One. There's another one, isn't there? Well, apparently there's a sh- fucking ton. The... Oh, peanut butter. Peanut butter oh, peanut is butter. number five. Yeah. I've got one of them tonight. Well, there's loads this. in different countries. Yeah, they reckon that... Um, well, again, they reckon. Listen to me. Like I, <laughs> I don't even know. But um, I think what they what they'll do is they'll roll out more as it comes yeah, more popular. Sure. And I think that it has... I think it's kind of taken off in the UK, so I wouldn't be surprised to see more flavours coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got my eye on a few of them. I, actually, I texted the li- list the other day, so I'll, I'll go through the list with you. <laughs> I texted the, uh, the list Dr. Mike... Uh, I don't think he actually listens, but he probably should. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I went through the list of all the flavors I had in America, and, we, and I went through and gave a little um, tick next to the ones that I was looking forward to trying because some of them are are incredible. Um, it, right, so here we go. These are the ones that we don't have currently, but we hopefully could get some of them. Birthday cake. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, caramel macchiato. Sounds that very good. Sounds incredible. That's yeah. up mine and your street. That is. <laughs> um, lemon cake. Nah. Mm. Strawberry. Nah. Mm. Chocolate mocha chip. Yep. Yep. Cookies and cream. Yep. yep. Schmores. Ooh, yes. Yes, definitely. And it's basically anybody, including me and Dan, who both did uh, Camp America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, pistachio. Nah. Oatmeal cookie. Mm. It might be all right that one. I'm not. I'm not overly looking forward to it. But that's like if you go like along the bakery bit, you don't go for the oatmeal cookies, do you? No, exactly. No. Um, Chuck almond crunch. No, mm. Again, I don't think that's really going to help anyone. Black cherry. No. Nah. Uh, red velvet. Yeah. 
That'd be pretty good. I'm not sure about this one. I'm undenied. Now, I didn't originally have it down, but now I think it would be good. Pancakes and waffles. Pancakes? Aren't pancakes, aren't they the same mixture? Yeah, I think that's kind of... After we taste, isn't it? Um, oh, chocolate banana. Definitely. Definitely keen for no, that. I don't like banana. Um, m- mochi green tea. Nah. Mochi? M- mochi, yeah. M-O-C-H-I, apparently. But I thought it was matcha. Yeah, no, this one's mochi. I'm, I've got it right. Um, <laughs> rainbow swirl. Wow. No, no, that won't be. That's that like be, a thing, that'll, be, that'll be good for, uh, for Isabel. Candy bar. Mm. Even better for Isabel. Uh, these ones are seasonal. Pumpkin pie. All over that. Yeah, that'd be decent. And gingerbread house. Ooh, yeah. Mm. I made gingerbread so, houses over they're, Christmas. They're, the, um, they're all the ones available. Um, on the in America on Halo Top website, so with a bit of luck, we'll get some of those good ones. <laughs> we will. Um, that's that's our allotted five minutes talking about Halo Top. Um, go do it every show now. Well, you know, you know, we might get spawned. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's been going on your ends, Mister Meek? Oh, what hasn't been going on, mate? Fucking all sorts. Um, going on holiday in a few weeks now. Um, moving house in a few weeks after that. So yeah, busy, mate. Just um, oh, moving house is a fucking ball ache as well. Yeah, really. I know. but yeah, I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard you're going to an even bigger penthouse than mine. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's it, mate. That's, that's, Podcast that's, money's come through now. Yeah, because bath's full of penthouses. <laughs> um, yeah, so just moving, and I can't believe. I, I, by the way, you know when we fall on hard times, mate. Um, you know when the money dries up in personal training, um, we should go into the removal business because fuck me, they charge a lot of money. They do charge a lot of money, don't they? Jesus, I got quoted, <laughs> I got quoted more money to move five minutes up the road than it cost me to move from London to Bath. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? I was like, I'm not paying you that much money. That's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so that'll be fun sorting all that shit out and you know like you get to the end of your tenancy it's like looking at the deposit and going oh fucking I've got to replace that I've got to fix that and luckily our landlord's alright to be fair but um, <laughs> it's um, it's still a ball you've got to do it though you know it's just all that sort of annoying stuff but um, but I'm going on holiday for, before that for 9-10 days so that'll be alright good I get to see plenty of videos of Dan stacking it skiing amazing no yeah so oh. <laughs> I'm, yeah, skiing I've never been skiing before um, I and again this is this Listen to this. My mum, right? I told my mum and she was like, oh, you'll be fine though because you used to skateboard. So like, you'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't it's think very, very similar. Like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, I'm sure there's principles that are similar to it. But um, yeah, so that'll be fun. She, she <laughs> identified the difference between snowboarding and skiing, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <probably laughs> um, yeah. So I'll, be going, be, yeah. I'll be going in March? April. March. March. Okay. It, it's pretty expensive to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never, like I said, I don't think I'd ever pay to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm being, I'm being paid to go. But, yeah. Um, but I don't think I'm not I've as ever... a ski instructor, everybody. No. Definitely not. <laughs> as a... um, All right. Yeah. No. I just, um, I don't know. I've never. No, skiing's fun. It's good. You have fun. Nice. I'll be bored in there. I'll probably so, do my ACL. No. My oh yeah, yeah. I screwed my like my knee up straight away the first time I boarded. It was awful. <sighs> then I went back. Got a taste for it, didn't I? Just plowing my face into some snow. It's good. Mm. Right, um, should we actually we'll talk fitness and health and stuff? You know what the podcast oh, is. Hey, we've done a hundred episodes of that <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> you know, um, yeah, we can't, we're, we're just rattling on, mate. Um, we're actually in that, we're in that category, so we should talk about it. You know, we mm. might, people might be clicking on us for the first time and they go, why are these, talk, why these idiots talk about just snow foods and kind of weird uh. stuff? All right, um, so we've got a few topics, actually, shockingly. Um, I decided to take it upon myself as through the week is just when I've got an idea, just put it on my, put it on my phone. Amazingly. Good. And I wrote, Clever. I know, it's, uh, 21st century, mate. You can do that. Cool. So within a, there's been recently, so topics, a little bit of nutrition talk. I actually watched the, uh, what was the thing we were talking about last week? One of the how to lose weight well. I watched it yesterday. So brief uh, overview. If anybody didn't watch it, don't watch it because I'll briefly overview it right now. Pointless hour, waste of my time. I just wanted to see what people were talking about. Um, somebody was on the Cambridge diet. Um, basically you have to spend a hell of a lot of money for you're not allowed to eat anything apart from their products for six weeks They're, of if if everybody does that they are in the money absolutely amazing there was another one that they had 200 quid worth of their products um, cost no 200 quid was for five days so you can see how that's going to work out um, then there was the soup diet nothing but soup which sounds awful wow um, yeah that was cool and then there was the ice cream diet, which sounds incredible, but it wasn't actually ice cream diet. It was um, like with all these, they were they were extremely calorie controlled. So tops, they were having like twelve hundred calories. Um, anybody's going to lose weight on that usually, um, unless you don't, unless your basal metabolic rate is just off, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then you get a, a scoop of ice cream at the end of the day. So basically, all right, a reward diet. If you did well, followed it, blam go for it but the interesting one about that is that they actually learn like portion control because they were using my fitness pal and they could have any food that they really liked but um they just had to fit in the ice cream at the end of the day so they yeah. were obliged to eat around that and the woman was like ah oh, can i have like a quarter of a pizza i was like you can but you don't really need to um but yeah that's what she did she lost weight blam easy she did it, she did it like the life-changing one though they have like different stages of diet in that uh program and that was like the four to six month one so they have a crash diet uh, like a, a like a two three week diet and so crash diet is like five to seven days they try and drop as much weight as possible um, mm. and then they have like a life-changing one like four to six months which is better she actually learned a bit of control which is good they even went on holiday between it mad they did and they kept on losing weight it was good, mate. But um, so recently in the United Kingdom, as of early March, bad news if you're listening to our show and you're under 16. Um, probably not. I don't think we have many under 16s uh, listening in. Probably talking shit to them. They we're not down with the kids. Apparently, uh, Dan Dan laughed at my message when I said Reds to him earlier. So Reds means ready. Yeah. Instead of writing <laughs> ready in five, you put Reds in five. I was like, what the fuck? Reds in, red in five, Dan. Red's in five. Right, ready. Me, everybody's going to be using it this week. Red's in five. No, they're not. <laughs> but basically, um, Audi, Asda, and Waitrose, so they're all very similar. Um, maybe the Audi and Asda are very similar. Waitrose is a bit higher class uh, for those of you out there. Um, a Bannon, um, the sale of energy drinks. Mm. Um, to under 16s which is very interesting um so i actually i watched a tv show it was uh j 
Jamie, I want to basically the person behind this really is Jamie Oliver. You know, the guy, the guy that ruined every person's childhood uh, from about our age down when we're in school because uh, we we stopped having like turkey Twizzlers and chips and burgers in our schools and we had a healthy meals and like all these mm. meal plans and stuff. And we we went to school whilst it was changing so when i went into year seven and secondary school we had donuts chocolate squares massive things like cakes everything get a burger and if you're really smart because we wore blazers in our school we we you buy a burger well you because they were just already in packets you put two in your pockets only take one up to the counter you got three burgers and you only pay for one boom Uh so (laughs) what you're trying to say to me is you're a thief no 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 i was stealing from the school and the government. Oh, that's basically. okay. <laughs> basically, I was stealing from my own pocket from my taxes now. Um, but yeah, we're fine. Mm. Um, <laughs> they, those, those days don't exist anymore. So Jamie Oliver's gone from a little bit of a push because I saw a program that he was talking about. Basically, he, I think it's his Friday night thing, dinner down in Southend Pier. Southend? You've been on that pier, haven't you? No. No, I've been on that pier. Legendary, um, longest pier in the world, guys. Go down to South End, but yeah, he's got that little cafe. But um, they were talking about energy drinks and how much school children use them. And obviously, he was um, creating a bias of how bad they were. Um, but he went to a school and basically got in about I think ten, fifteen from a class, and every single one of them had energy drinks throughout the day. Every single one. I thought that was mad, considering I have none of these, but obviously I drink coffee. Um, but yeah. when I was that young, I didn't... Obviously, they, they weren't as like frequent. There was like LucasAid and Powerade. That was about it. But I got given that like at sports. But I didn't have it on a school day. And every single one, and I think, I think a quarter of them just had their energy drink. So we're talking like Monster against Red Bull, that kind of stuff that comes in cans, as breakfast, yeah. as breakfast. But this falls on, oh, this is what gets annoying, I guess, from our perspective, because it's not the energy drink's fault. It will be, generally, the lack of, again, it falls down to these diet programs as well. It's the lack of education that goes with it. And being able to, again, portion control, all that kind of stuff. It's, like me, we were talking. I, obviously, when it gets that young, maybe they it, <sighs> the caffeine might have a different. I don't know. Might have a different. Uh, it's a funny one though because I think that I remember at school, like it was cool to have stuff that was banned. Like, it was, yeah, yeah. It was better to have it <laughs> if you couldn't or shouldn't have it. So there'll still be kids who they'll say to their parents, "Can you buy this for me?" And they'll just buy it and just to shut them up. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I get it. I think I, I understand like the reasoning behind it. Um, I understand. Like the said, there's, no, there's no need for those kids that age to have an energy drink, to be honest. There's no real need for anyone to have one, really, let's be fucking honest. Um, but yeah, it's like you say, is it, is it more the sugar in them rather than the sugar-free ones and stuff? And then, you know, at that point, it's, it's just caffeine and it's like, well, do you ban them having coffee or tea and, you know? Mm, yeah. But if it's the sugar element of it, I kind of can get it a bit. So the only uh-huh. thing about the statement it is they put 84 high caffeine drinks and Audi will apply it to soft drinks containing 150 milligrams of caffeine per litre. So it's purely, all in the statement on there is purely caffeine. That's related. a lot of drinks then, by the way, because 150 milligrams a litre. Yeah, so 80, that's, that's 84, 84 drinks that they're going to have to ban from uh, under 16 kids from buying. I can help you, sir. 
Because oh, I think right, sure. cans like <laughs> like a three hundred and thirty mil can of Coke. Then I'm, I might I'm have sure. fifty milligrams of caffeine in it. Might do. Might sure. do. I don't know the exact numbers to be fair yeah. off the top of my head, but so ooh. that'd be interesting. So. It, it will be odds. Maybe there'll be... be <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you will have the kids that will get some hold of stuff and they will deal it in the school, which will be their oh, exactly. interest. <laughs> there will be. They're going, they're going Costco at the weekend with their, with yeah. their 18-year-old brother. <laughs> they're getting cases of it and they're dealing around the back of the bike shed. Turn you out. But I thought it was an interesting, interesting argument. But obviously, should there be more education on the parents' side of people? They shouldn't be buying it for their children or being like actually you probably should be drinking that son or daughter and be like mm. ah. I'm sure when Isabel's growing up you're not going to be like here's your can of monster off you go so you'd be like no mate should we go with a double espresso <laughs> exactly you know? so it's like taste <laughs> but that'll be I, I've never really had them so I don't really know whether this I is mean I've never had I can't I mean I say never I probably have I can't remember the last time I had a full sugar energy drink like no. a proper one with all the sugar in like a bit of caffeine here and there obviously but um yeah sometimes i like a nice full sugar like dr pepper or a can of coke on a if you're not if you're not dieting and you really fancy something sweet like they're quite nice like there's a real real rare treat but the kids at the end of the day they're just gonna buy pick and mix and sweets anyway and like, <laughs> <What are you? laughs> I, it's not it's not i don't i don't know i don't think that that's the that's the problem i guess it's an easy no. thing that they have right but I don't, it's not like they're going to fucking so stop eating I, I shit. Think, I, th- I think it's, I mean, where the program was that Jamie Oliver was on, they they spoke to some teachers, and I think it was more the fact of paying attention in class and having dropped, drop off of basically attention spans was damaging their, also their education, which you can see that. We, we all kind of get, after not having caffeine, we can get a little drop or we need a boost. Yeah. So I can see that being, <laughs> having an effect within class because none of these kids that they were really interviewing were I would say obese um, they were all because they're probably moving around so much because they've got so much fucking caffeine yeah. in them so um, yeah I guess there'll be there might be some long term effects but we just don't know because it's far too early and these drinks haven't been around for that long so we don't know the long term effects on it um, but whether pff, I know some sort of exam results will show this effect on this these generation of children I'm not too sure but I'm sure they'll be ridiculously smart anyway, because just stay up all night, like, swatting up, right? Yeah. Exactly what we did on uh, some Pro Plus, Dan. I remember one of my uni mates lived off Pro Plus, getting through some exams. It was just yeah. shocking. All right. But, yeah, interesting. What do you think? Go post in our group. If uh, I'll put the article up, because um, it's an interesting. Get everybody's thoughts on it, to be honest, after the show. If there's anybody more qualified who, who has a... Some sort of uh, affiliation with energy drinks or one of these supermarkets. That'd be nice to hear. The thing, the thing, the thing is as well like, with the whole energy drink thing is like, to be honest, if you have one with, like, with you know the sugar-free version, is there ain't actually that much caffeine in them? Like, and we're just obviously a bit immune to it because we drink a lot of coffee and coffee. stuff. But yeah. you don't sit there buzzing your tits off, do you? Like, it's not. <laughs> it's not fucking like. It's not. I'm sorry. Like, in my head, is literally Dan just having buzzy tits. It's not like yeah, it's not like you sit down on speed or something. I don't know, like I just don't get it. Like what are these kids doing? Sitting there jittering, you know, like I don't think it's happening, but I could be wrong. I suppose for them if they're not if they're not having that much caffeine regularly, then maybe they do get a bit of a buzz from it because they're not drinking coffee and stuff. But um like I said, they'll just find a way of dealing it some other way. (laughs) You pessimist, Dan, God. Um yeah, but quickly as your captain 
like nutrition. Um, macro man, that's what we used to call you. Bloody hell. Yeah, macro man. So how much caffeine do you kind of, just new listeners to the show, how much caffeine do you generally need to elicit some sort of performance response or anything whilst you're training? If, if that's what you really want out of this conversation, listeners. Yeah, cool. four to six milligrams per kilo of body weight. There we go, blam. Let's... So for 80 kilo gentlemen, you'd be looking at 500 milligrams Ish. as like the max kind of number. In one, in one go? Yeah, one go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah, I think so like you go max sort of 500 minimum would be, what is it, 280 or something like that. Is that right? Um, I don't even no, know. I'm asking that good on top av- of my head. But, um, average coffee you'll have? About 80 to 100. 80 to 100, yeah. So, yeah. Probably you, fine. I, I tend to have a coffee and a caffeine tablet, which is 200 milligrams. Are they 200 milligrams? I fucking hope they are now. They're looking. <laughs> yeah, 200 milligrams, yeah. Okay. Um, and that, I tend to feel an effect on that. But Cool. Mm. That's probably just a, a largest dose for Mr. Meek. And he's definitely not 80 kilos. No, exactly, I'm not. (laughs) Perfect, right. Caffeine talk, done. All right, so um, shout out, well, shout out, he definitely won't listen, but I I always get his name wrong, but Christian Tripodou, Tripodou, I believe that's how he's saying it. I know know who you mean. Yeah, everybody should know who, who, if you're in the fitness uh, industry, then you should probably know, he's a bodybuilder, huge guy, um, writes a lot of shit, well, not a lot of shit, writes a lot of good stuff, writes a lot of average stuff as well but i think that's more um for the case of the people he's writing for more than the case but not himself mm. um yeah. so and also something that revoked um from dan he sent me a message yesterday and was just like you might as well just put lol next to the picture and i was just like yeah basically my phrase what do i do i just throw so much shit at a wall see what sticks basically is what i came back with just about the exercise yeah. that was happening um just seeing what was going on um, it's yeah, just cool. like it's just one of those things where like we've always talked about about ex- certain exercises if they pass certain tests and this <laughs> one just looked shit and looked off so it was shit yeah. like it was one of those where i just looked at it straight away and go that's not the right thing to be doing no so which which obviously relates to training age and we had a conversation in the gym about this actually so how advanced uh, kind of exercise it should be obviously within loads of parameters when you've hit a plateau is generally when you start looking at these crazy little variations to get a marginal gain because mm. you're basically an elite no, advanced lifter because you're only trying to get marginal gains and you won't get anything from a normal systematic response. So you're trying to make some sort of gain by finding the minutia. Um, that's the only reason why you look at these little exercises. For instance, like um, what was the exercise being used? It was a bench press. It was one of the. Uh, it's, it takes a not. It's a fucking nightmare to set up as well, which is the interesting thing. Um, so benching with like uh, bands is fine, um, but it's just if if you haven't. I mean, <laughs> being able to bench your body weight should not should be a thing you should be able to do first before you're adding kind of bands and stuff, because that's just going to be a general rule of thumb. Um, I'm going to say that I've been benching for a few years now. I can bench over my body weight, and I've never used uh, crazy kind of stability bands on uh, on bench pressing, so I don't need to. Yeah, not, just putting the bands struggling. on the end of a bench press bar Basically, with it's two like weights a, dangling down on the like side. A bam, like a bamboo bar, really. 
basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is they're fine, they're absolutely fine. But I'd say they're for the advanced lifter, or you like take the load off them massively because you got shoulder injuries and you're trying to use those stabilizer muscles to uh, activate. That's about it. But yeah, it led us on to basically Christian Chibodo, Um Talked about five. He put an article up about five good exercises done terribly, and it kind of laid into what we were talking about yesterday, Dan. So I thought it'd be interesting to look at, don't you? Mm. Mm. <laughs> so uh, hats off to. We'll give the credit. Give credit where credit's due, right? We're not just going to plagiarize somebody's work. So um, go on. It's out. It was actually on T Nation because I was flicking through because I was trying to find uh, the Juggernaut system. Um, and I know they would have written something on there about there and the five by five system and then the Texas method. Um, I was just looking up on all those are, uh, uh, training programs guys, just because I wanted to revamp something that I was doing learning, but it was good. Um, basically, but then I stumbled across, uh, every now and again, you stumble off some, something that's quite a good read on T nation. Um, cause it's very, very often <laughs> it doesn't, nowadays I did notice that the, all the articles that I was reading were like. 2007 2009 yeah, <laughs> i was like really. oh shit uh <laughs> back when it was good um but yeah so basically exercises that are good but for some reason are performed or given to the wrong population badly basically by trainers by coaches so dumb applications for certain specific like performance okay so they're usually used they sums up as a marketing tool so if something looks cool you're gonna market it better right obviously mm. i get asked that all the time um through ts unfortunately um i've actually been asked by marketing um which is interesting obviously you don't get this probably down on team box because you're a little bit i guess more niche in your your market i'll be like oh do you know any new exercises no, no, no. <laughs> I've not made up any exercises that I know of. Uh, I will probably coin them and copyright them if that's the case. There's not the Tom Hall something. Yeah. I'd love that, but um, yeah, to look smart. Yep, exactly what I just said. Throw shit at a wall, see what sticks. And self-interest, which is cool. Self-interest, self-learning, trying to try and do something new. I remember we've we've tried shit before, Dan. So, uh, You've got to try stuff. Yeah. try stuff to see whether it works, see whether you want to do it, but maybe don't. Post it all over Instagram. Um, so five most common misapplications. So he's gone number one, which I totally agree. And this also comes back to something that I think Emma Story Gordon said at some point. Um, so plyometrics for the overweight client. Just don't oh. do it. <laughs> and he goes on to say he blames the biggest loser for this. Mm. So which also goes into calf training for the uh, overweight client. They've got massive calves, don't need it. They're putting a shit ton of load through them anyway. Um, yeah, it's very odd. Can you explain why you would not give uh, <laughs> plyometric drills for the overweight client? Does it need explaining? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just the sheer weight of force. It's like, it's like an underweight client doing, you know, jumps, you know, onto a box with a barbell on the back, like with weight on, like you just wouldn't do it. Like, well, actually some people probably fucking would actually, what am I saying? <laughs> Don't get my ears, Dan, go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like the amount of load that's going through those knees and, oh, there's just no need to do it. Yeah. Stop it. Just stop it. So, yeah, I mean, just the extra load that you're eliciting through your ankle and your knee and your hip when you're just going through some sort of, Usually the box jump is the thing, right? That's the kind of go-to captain plyometric drill. So, and also, more than the case, they're overweight, and you're asking them to fucking jump on a box. 
they're going to be self-conscious as hell doing yeah, that, right? Exactly. You're like, have a little jump. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> In front of everybody here? Yeah, I'd rather not. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stupid, man. Um, so really interesting. Just don't do that. Um, this moves on to basically kind of the same thing, ladder drills for the uncoordinated. I just take that out of uncoordinated. don't really mind that. People are uncoordinated. It's fine. But ladder drills, I always find very odd. So they, it's like a an incessant like need for like really close motor control is what people can do. We've all seen those like the guy that's like, yeah, I'm an NFL. I'm not an NFL player, but I can do these ladder drills and this really quick steps and blah, blah, blah. and then you'll look at one NFL coach and be like, yeah, you didn't make it because you can't play the football. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's literally you can't pointless. catch. <laughs> it's like ladder drills are very good for kind of quickness and whatever for that, but he's not reacting to any kind of stimulus there, so there's no changeability within that. Um, so he probably needs agility as well as quickness. Agility would be reacting to some sort of stimulus. That's probably what they need to be training, and he's probably half as slow as that. So ladder drills can be beneficial, but in conjunction with point to the right, the right. Or point to the left, and that your client's got to go that way, and then they're also testing their agility and reactive. Mm. That'd be cool. Do that, <laughs> but it's it's interesting. They don't really accomplish much. Also, for the average Joe, like for the everyday athlete, they don't really need to, do they? I don't yeah. think so. There might be. So obviously, we're talking like the two percent that might need some sort of rehab ladder kind of bouncing drill. But I was doing marching drills today, but that's, I went, I, I thought it looked silly, but that's about it. <laughs> um, overhead squats. This is interesting. Um, I don't know whether I agree in, obviously we, we, we can take apart this article if we really want to. Um, do you agree, Dan, that overhead squats, I think it, they're, gr- as I said, great exercises, but done badly, I have a lot. Yeah, I think it's um, it's an exercise I think a lot of people might strive to try and be able to achieve. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's quite aesthetically pleasing and um, you feel that you maybe mastered your body a little bit, but it requires so much coordination, stability, mobility that, it, you know, there's no point trying it until you've got to a certain point in your training age um, and to see people try and do it. Like, like I've seen people before, obviously with the FMS stuff, but <clears throat> also as trainers in the gym, I've... Um, I've taken people through like <clears throat> some screening tests before and, you know, they can't even like do even half a lunge or, you know, like a split squat or they can't even stand on one leg. And like, I'm not even going to try and test the overhead squat. Like I'm pretty sure there's no point in me doing that. Like, they can't get their arms over their heads. Like they can't balance on one leg. There's no point. Like I can guarantee now that I'm going to be able to do it. Um, so if you haven't got the mobility, you know, and stability in your hips and shoulders, you're never going to be able to do it. And it's just something that I guess it's from like the CrossFit stuff, right? It's just yeah. It's when you see people doing it and they're like standing up and walking around all over the place and like oh, I'm just <laughs> it's just ugly to see sometimes. And it's just like just focus on good range squatting, then progress to a front squat, then make sure your shoulders can handle it, and then you can maybe try it. But yeah. not as a oh. Tell you what, I've never trained before in my life, but I really love to learn how to do a head squat. No, sweet, cool. Like so does everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just how they're frequently in uh, in screening and movement screens, aren't they? That's the only mm-hmm. thing. Um, and the way I teach my screening or do my screening, uh, I split them up. And and the most common thing somebody will fail on is an overhead reach test. 
on in either sagittal or frontal plane so from the side a lateral raise and a front raise of the arm and that mm. is really really common especially unfortunately say you blokes um fail red flag a hell of a lot so there's, there's a high chance if you were training like that i would be doing some uh, some rehab work to get you there or prehab there we go prehab work to get you there um but you wouldn't be overhead pressing so you wouldn't be overhead squatting because you ain't got the stability to hit that anyway. I'm going to get you dumbbell mm. pressing before you're doing that stuff. It's cool. But yeah, a really cool, like if somebody came to me as that's a goal, I'd be like, sweet, let's try and get there. But it's going to be a long road if, if it's a really shit starting point. If, it's, if you've got a good starting point and you just want to get there, that'd be cool. That'd be a really sweet goal to have mm. in maybe like two, three years. That's what you want to do. Um, but yeah, not cross, but yeah, CrossFit athletes need to do them, right? CrossFit. Um, the next one was a Frankenstein squat, but me and Dan didn't really know what it was. Um, there was a video attached, but pfft, don't really need to. Just basically a weird front squat. Hanging band techniques, front squats. Um, yeah, don't even know what that is, man. So, Frankenstein squat. Meh. Right, um, Olympic lifts for those who can't hinge. And oh, God, we can yeah. we can put these together. Olympic lifts for those who want to get big. So Olympic lifts, essentially, for people who can't hinge and those who want to get big. Explain, Dan. Well, Olympic lifts are only for people who need to Olympic lift. Like I don't <laughs> get it. Like it's. I mean, I like, I've done them as well and tried them, and like it's just so much. Can oh, go. those were the days when me and Dan used to try and on a Monday yeah. morning we'd hit some snatches, hit some cleans, hit some jerks. Yeah. That's it. So much can go wrong. Absolutely. Like, it's just not. Doesn't really help in gains really like doesn't have gains really explain to me where the eccentric tension is well exactly like it's <laughs> just a bit of a like it's just a bit of a funky thing to try and do and yeah i just don't think it's worth anyone doing it so ever <laughs> from your population i totally agree for an athlete i think there is a premise for it I think this is the thing, though. For athletes, though, right? I, I get it. I get why people want athletes to potentially do yeah. it. But the amount of times I've seen coaches try and teach someone how to do a clean or a snatch or a snatch pull or a clean pull, and the guy can't even squat to depth his body weight for five reps. What's the fucking point, mate? <laughs> and also, um, I'm not going to quote the research right now, but it has been shown, because we have mentioned it on the show before, is the normal big kind of four exercises have been shown to increase athletic development more than the Olympic lifts. So in terms of like speed or plyometric jumps or like vert jumps or broad jumps, um, a, a decent load have been shown to have a greater impact than yeah. like snatching and cleaning. So that's the interesting thing. So that I think they're just seen as like the pinnacle of, of mm. kind of athleticism. Um, and, and quickness I get it I get they do look amazing when people can just like when these massive guys rock up and then they're snatching like well there was a guy I saw on Facebook kilos. I saw my news feed someone was tagged in it uh, this Chinese guy snatching 180 kilos and he was about 180 pounds <laughs> he was tiny absolutely but, incredible but the other thing as well is like to look at him you wouldn't think he even lifted to look at him <laughs> if you're looking at him you go in a t-shirt you'd be like mate do you even lift and he, the guy's 180 kilo snatch. That's insane. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but, you know, doesn't look good on a beach, so no point. <laughs> yeah, because 
it's an insane amount of weight, but there's there's no to get any growth. Um, it doesn't happen because there's no eccentric phase. It won't trigger it because you're not under load. The time and attention is guess guess what? It's the you want to do it as quickly as possible <laughs> in those lifts. So there's yeah. no time and attention. Um, so there's yeah, literally the complete opposite of constant tension. I'd say, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But the variations are still cool. You can do, like Dan said, do this, like snatches, run snatches, snatch balance, drop snatch, power cleans, floor cleans, whatever, any other kind of clean. But I think you, there should be a checklist before you go off and do like cleans and stuff. Is you should be able to front squat immaculately. You should be able yeah. to drop, do drop squats as quickly as possible to stamp, to mm-hmm. come through there, and your overhead squatting should be unbelievable. Um, all those things add up. Blam, you're going to be really good at Olympic lifting. Also, quickness is going to be pretty cool because you've got to drop underneath the bar is the idea um, and not just kind of power clean it up every single time. So, it's yeah. interesting. But, yeah. But it, it invokes an interesting discussion, I feel, um, for good exercises. Just generally, I think that they're all exercises that people can do and they all have a, a specific need in certain populations. But mm. they're very often given to people that don't need don't want don't have to do them so yeah. that's that's i think that's where we're stamping down on it really i feel i agree i agree Danu. good i'm glad you agree with that mate which actually i don't know if turn this on a money episode but it switches me on to bands as well i don't know if i'm having a band rant um <laughs> it's just seeing i guess people using bands for a lot let me let me um, for a lot of various different exercises, but don't really need them. But I'd just like to say, um, in terms of uh, knee valgus, okay, I'd just like to explain a little bit on knee valgus because it got under my wick a little bit, I think, last week when I was trying to explain banded walks for corrective of knee valgus. So I think everybody, a lot of the coaches will probably perf- like tell your client to perform some sort of uh, banded walk because knee valgus can be seen as like a glute med dysfunction so maybe your glutes are not strong enough to hold your knees out or to some sort of effect so there's the banded walks the lateral walks we've all seen them doing every kind of fitness instagram chick mm. has done it right so the only issue that i have um is where does knee valgus often occur and where does it well where will it occur during a squat and if the answer most generally is the base of a squat or near enough on the last quarter, where do you think your lateral walk should be performed to prevent knee valgus? Stood up or, <laughs> or on a stepper machine. Yes, stepper machines doing those kickbacky. Yeah. I, just, I knew I was right. I just knew I was and right. You turn to the side, do those ones, kind of fall off, yeah. and then. Sideways kick. That's it. You know it, mate. Man, nailed it. He's hot. It's hot right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so serious answer. In the fucking last quarter of the squat. So right at the base, where knee valgus is most apparent, you're gonna load that up. Load it up. Give him a little band, get him push out, and then do your electrical squats there. I realise I feel like maybe coaches know that, but don't get their client to do it. Or because the mm. client's like, ah, oh, it hurts, or it's really hard. I know. 
We're trying to correct yeah. something, and you're going to get more benefit from doing it. Um, and it'd be a fucking shit hard warm up, right? Doing mm-hmm. that, getting in, like, you do it as a coach. Jesus, that's going to be fucking crazy. I want to see a load of videos doing just, yeah, right in the quarter, right at the bottom, right at the base of their squat. Don't do I know, like, people find it funky to. I know, doesn't Laura use a shit ton of bands? She loves a band, doesn't she? I think she does, but yeah. <laughs> but double banding people for the sake of it is interesting as well. I mean, I'd like to, I'd just like to go up to every coach and be like, what's that band for? What's that band for? Why do you need two? Three? Glutes, mate. Oh. Glutes, mate. Glutes, mate. <laughs> it's hard. Because it's hard. Yes. Because it's hard. Because <laughs> it's hard. All right, mate. It's because it's hard. Also, does knee hours come from your foot as well? Instead of your hip, go research Ooh. that. It could be pronation. You oh, never, let's, you talk never know. let's talk about Let's talk about barefoot trainers. Yeah, just think about that for a second. Definitely barefoot not. Trainers. Barefoot, barefoot trainers. Think about it. Cover them up, trainers. Think, yeah. think about it. <laughs> All right, rant over. But yeah, I hope you learned something off that back, off the back of that. So because people people can try that because it'll be really hard. I'd love to see people's faces doing that. But um, yeah, amazing, Dan. Um, do you have any stupid things on the internet? Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. We haven't been sent. We have been sent one, to be honest. I don't actually. No. Wow. Really? Well, the one I sent you, but we talked about that. Oh, very true. Yeah. Because that's a stupid thing on the internet, wasn't it? I mean, there's loads of stuff. Some guy tried arguing with me today about ZMA and about how it's a good supplement and it shouldn't be on my list of things to avoid. I was like, <laughs> mate. ZMA, are you for real? Oh, it helps promote deep sleep. Oh, does it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's proven to help deep sleep. I was like, mm, okay, well, that's a bit of a loose connection there anyway, that deep sleep even does anything other than normal sleep. You know, I don't really, whatever. And then um, he's like, yeah, I found it, and loads of my mates have too. I was like, brilliant. <laughs> that means, uh, we can sack off scientific research then. <laughs> you and your mates found out about it. Um, I was just like, mate, just take a good multivitamin. You get zinc and magnesium in there. You don't have to spend 20 quid on a, a special formula of, of it. Oh, so, yeah, just it's made me realize, actually, doing, obviously doing a few more infographs and stuff, you get some people, and the trolls still obviously migrated over to Instagram, and it's just a bit like, no, mate, like, you're just an idiot. Like, I, yeah, just, oh, anyway, I, I, I can't say much more without sounding too horrible, to be honest. But, yeah, you go on his profile, and it's just like, mate, look at the state of you. Like, just, like, you don't really train, you don't really lift, and, you know, you're just c- trying to just, just because you've seen a pro bodybuilder spout about it, <laughs> like, he's making money off it, you moron. Like, obviously, anyway, before I go off on a <laughs> I just yeah. So we did a we did a podcast today on a, a team box podcast, which didn't out for a couple of weeks yet. I don't think, but basically about supplements because people are so precious about it. If you have a go at a supplement they use, they get really offended. And yeah. I'm like, mate, it's not. I'm not having a go at you. Like I bought ZMA before. That's why I'm passionate about it. Like I bought it. I bought green tea extract. I bought CLA. Like I've been there. I'm been where you are. I'm trying to help you now, not be the dick that I was, and save you your money. Um, but they're really precious about it. Like, oh, my mate said this and I, I, I feel the benefit of it. Yeah. That's called a placebo effect, mate. That's a real thing that happens. Like, oh, I, I took green tea extract and I found uh, that I did, I did feel leaner. You probably also moved around a lot more. You probably also cleaned up your diet and probably ate, stopped eating shit and you probably became more health seeking. So yeah, you probably did, but it's nothing to do with the green tea, mate. And it's just someone else commented, um, oh, Green tea extract maybe not be good good for fat burning, 
but it has loads of other health benefits. What? What then? Like, you can't just say that. You can't just say, oh, it has loads of other health benefits. I'll read it out to you. Why do you just have, like, like, green tea? A quality green tea extract is quite good. Maybe not for fat burning, but as an antioxidant at least. No. Like, no. Eat your fruit and veg. Drink a green tea. Don't have green tea extract. (laughs) Maybe like making the green tea and sitting down and having it would be a good social thing to do. That'd be I, just nice. I just don't. I just don't. Mate, I'm social just... science. Anyway, um, <laughs> what the what's yeah? What are the what are the top supplements that you have bought but regretted now? Oh, I mean, I made a list of them. Um, Deaspartic acid. Took that glutamine. What a waste of fucking money that was. CLA, ZMA, green tea extract, um, fat burners, thermogenics. Diet whey shakes, like I actually bought a diet whey shake that had more calories in the normal protein. Pro- <laughs> I bought the maximum, it was called Maximus or Lean or something like that. Just ridiculous. Like, so I bought, I bought green coffee bean extract, the cayenne stuff. Oh, that'll be in the, the thermogenics anyway. Yeah, so, the, I've right. had thermogenics as well as you can't double up, mate. But, no, but, no, 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 because I was like, all right, I can either buy the thermogenics or I can get all of these singular ones that I think are doing the, the game, like the stuff in that's in the thermogenics, and that worked out cheaper if I just took about four or five tablets from like Tesco instead of buying the maxi muscle thermogenics. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's just smart, mate, because I looked at the ingredients and was like, I can buy that singularly, I can buy that singularly, and surely if I have it singularly, it's going to be even better, right? Because I'm getting it raw. I'm getting exactly. raw in the tablet. Exactly, man. It's got to be better, <laughs> isn't it? But yeah, like, this is the thing. Like, I've done, We've I've all been it. there. We've done I've that. been yeah. there. And like, it's like, mate, I'm trying to help you. And you're <laughs> having a pop thinking that you know more. Like, I'm not saying I know everything, but I know ZMA shit. I know. I know you get weird dreams and it makes you think it's working, but it's not. <laughs> anyway, um, I got asked to, uh, like, Cooper Strength and Conditioning. Um, oh, Cooper, he's been messaging me, his old Cooper, a lot. <laughs> Fucking hell, he sends me loads of shit. I know, it's hilarious. He send, um, I think he's, he sends me every st- stupid thing on, on, on the internet there is. He sends it to I me. I know, it's so good. Um, <laughs> I think it's about, so he's been on, he's been on him for, for the last couple of weeks, to be honest, and he's wanted me to talk about him, is uh, the Kino Body Guy. And I think we have mentioned him before. Oh, no, yeah, the Kino Warrior. That's, he sent me the same thing. Yeah, I think he was trying oh, to get yeah. both of us. He was like, well, if I I'll- get both of them. Yeah, what are Hollywood actors doing to get in such amazing shape so quickly? Things like intermittent fasting, being a calorie deficit, <laughs> reverse pyramid training, but muscle and strength, being a calorie surplus, focus on the right exercise for the results thereafter, mm, training hard. Probably taking a little bit something extra, maybe as well. <laughs> um, like, ah, yeah, just fucking moron. Yeah, this, this, intermittent this, fasting. I think yeah. his name is Greg. Greg something. Um, yeah, I think he. So he prides himself on his upper body. He always he always wears uh, joggers whilst he's training, because um, he, he 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 finds the trolls quite uh, intimidating. I feel because he constantly puts videos out going, "Oh, you guys couldn't think I could do this." And there was one on him deadlifting, which he he apparently he was like, "I weigh one eighty, just done some front squats, so I'm not fresh." But you switched on, so you're probably CNS is firing pretty well, so you're probably all right. Um, but yeah, don't train deadlifts. But you guys said I couldn't even do two hundred pounds. Here's four hundred pounds. This is my accent, by the way. Um, Good accent, Tom. So one hundred eighty pounds. Four hundred pounds is divide that by two point two. One hundred eighty. One hundred eighty yeah, kilos. About that. One 
180 pounds. What do I weigh when I compete? About 180 pounds. Cool. Um, yeah, so you can do 180 kilos deadlift. So what you're trying to say is he's fucking weak. He's pissed. weak as piss, basically. Because you are, yeah. Because I'm, I'm nowhere near strong. Um, <laughs> well, that, what the fuck does that make me? Like? <laughs> I'm not strong, and I can... Definitely, definitely deadlift 180. I'm pretty sure I could do that now, and I'm injured. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we're okay. <laughs> so that's, that's very odd. Um, and then what did it for me, actually, apart from all the bullshit that he kind of says about the keto body routine, it's like I only train like 45 minutes for a week, and I get through like this and all this other stuff. He's the guy that, if you ever seen the adverts for him on Facebook, he's always got like a massive mansion and a really cool car. And he's walking around, and it's it's kind of drizzling, and he's it it looks like he's Batman, kind of thing. Um, but he also, mm. just from a biomechanics point of view, he also said uh, that a front lunge is the has. He said he's quoted research has shown um, that it has more glute function than ev- any other type of lunge on a forward lunge. Yeah, I love that. I love it. <laughs> research shows. Research. I say that all the time. Research. Research shows. shows. Uh, even though my uh, mate says, my mate says that works. Your so. mate says that's and it's completely wrong. Um, but we're all right. Okay. <laughs> Reverse lunges, guys. Easy. Glute function. Blam. Look at the hip angle. Um, mm. Look at the constant, all that forward force con- going on. All that, all that yeah. constant tension that's happening. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Yeah, time period where you're not actually touching anything. Great. Cool. Um, but yeah, he. Just a bit of bellend, to be honest, isn't he? But yeah, I wouldn't bother following any. He's got a lot of followers, got a lot of people clicking his page, so his marketing is pretty, pretty cool, to be honest. I'd love to film one of them. Oh, mate, we're, mate, we're just haters. We're just haters. We're just haters. So, but his his things are he just kind of walks around with his top off and then like in this massive mansion with nobody there. Very odd. Um, well, fair play to him. He's got it. If he's got that, it's amazing. Then he's got like, which shall I take, the Merc or the R8? And I'm like. Pfft. Give me one of them. I don't know. It'd be great. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, well. Pretty cool. Very odd. Very odd chap, it, it seems, from his videos. Very insecure, I feel, because he keeps um, putting posts out about basically his mm. haters that are on the internet. Um, and we do that all the time, don't we, Dan? So, oh, yeah, mate. That, all the haters, yeah. <laughs> all the two haters. Cool. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, have you got anything else you need to share with us? What's going on team box wise? Obviously the, your haven't. team box is podcasting and all that stuff. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't got anything to chat about really at the moment. Just uh, cracking it's, on. Oh great, just 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 five or six of you coaches just kind of sitting over humming around a microphone. Basically, yeah, and just <laughs> tapping on tables and stuff. We talked about supplements like I said recently. Um but yeah, no, we're just Cracking on. Um, we've got a few people from uh, who listen to the show who uh, have joined the four-week free fat loss, which is great. So, um, yeah. If you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find me at Dan Teambox. You can find me at tom.ppl.podcast. There you wow. go. <laughs> um, and we <laughs> still haven't actually got to grips with what the hell we're doing in the podcast. But, Tom, we are seeing each other this Sunday. So that's this good. This Sunday? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to London on Sunday. This Sunday? I thought it was next Sunday. No, it's this Sunday. Next Sunday I'm going skiing, mate. Alright, I won't I won't I won't go away then this weekend. This Sunday, which is the twenty eighth, is it? Is it Sunday? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it must I be. Twenty eighth, yeah. Twenty eighth. Okay, cool. I'll confirm later on the week, mate. I'll just, <laughs> you know, if, if you want. Jesus Christ. But yeah. Have you not um, you haven't sent me a calendar request, mate, so Oh sorry, is oh, that how it works now? Is it big time, is it? <laughs> My calendar request won't go through to the penthouse, mate. They stop at the concierge, probably. Concierge is taking it and giving me a leaflet. So, yeah, exactly. Perfect. 
Perfect. All right. <laughs> well done. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And I guess we'll catch you next week. See you next week. Bye.